Number 148. Jeff Fahrenkopf asked concerning blog number 147 blowback, so can nationalists request and expect their government not to use their money to purchase the goods of a warring nation? That would be the intent of sanctions. Cause immediate pain on the warring party and not long-term pain to change the behavior back to a decent country. Sanctions seem like a good concept? Is the problem we do not execute them well? If I wanted to destroy freedom, this is what I would do. I would follow the devil's playbook and deceive people into believing a lie that eventually led to their enslavement. But one lie is not enough, but four deceptions may do the trick. First, I would instigate a red herring event to convince people of a false threat. Once I instill fear and panic in their hearts, I will offer them a solution. The solution will make them believe that they are solving the problem. Economists call the manufactured events red herrings, and the answers are black swan events. 9-11, the threat of global warming, COVID-19, and the war in Ukraine are manufactured black swan events. The red herrings are the war on terror, strict environmental policies, lockdown slash passports, and war. The Twin Towers attack ushered in the war on terror, the threat of global warming threatens our free enterprise system, COVID-19 ushered in the fight against freedom, and the conflict in Ukraine will lead to crippling worldwide sanctions that will plunge the world into darkness and put an end to free and open markets. U.S. sanctions are designed to cripple the American economy. It should be evident that America has been overthrown and a peaceful revolution rigged the election. How else would you explain Biden's closure of the Keystone Pipeline, opening the southern border, nominating a person for the Supreme Court who cares nothing about the rule of law and policies in Ukraine that could easily lead to nuclear war? If I wanted to destroy freedom, this is what I would do. I would follow the devil's playbook and deceive people into believing a lie that eventually led to their enslavement. But one lie is not enough, but four deceptions may do the trick. First, I would instigate a red herring event to convince people of a false threat. Once I instill fear and panic in their hearts, I will offer them a solution. The solution will make them believe that they are solving the problem. Economists call the manufactured events red herrings, and the answers are black swan events. 9-11, the threat of global warming, COVID-19, and the war in Ukraine are manufactured black swan events. The red herrings are the war on terror, strict environmental policies, lockdown slash passports, and war. The twin the war in Ukraine has led to a global economic crisis stemming from disruptions in supply chains and rising energy prices. This war was entirely preventable. Moscow has repeatedly asked NATO to provide comprehensive written guarantees that it would not expand any further to the east putting Russia in a precarious situation and creating a reverse Cuban missile crisis. In 1998, George Kennan, an American diplomat and historian known as the architect of the Cold War, said NATO expansion would mean nothing less than the beginning of a new Cold War warning that it would be a tragic mistake. In 1997, 50 prominent foreign policy experts sent an open letter to then-President Bill Clinton outlining their opposition to NATO expansion. It is a policy error of historic proportions, they wrote. In his 1999 book A Republic, Not an Empire, Pat Buchanan wrote, by moving NATO onto Russia's front porch, we have scheduled a 21st century confrontation. The current director of the CIA, William Burns, said in 2008 that for Russia, Ukraine's accession to NATO is the brightest of all red lines. Over the past eight years, experts have issued warnings about NATO expansion east. From 2014 when the West overthrew the democratically elected government in Ukraine, waged war against the Dunbar region, cut off the water supply to Crimea, and banned all opposing political parties, the intent was to create a situation that would lead to the destruction of free and open markets. As the conflict in Ukraine continues, so makes the information war. 
the liberal West appears determined to deny any meaningful debate about the contest, freedom of expression is now something from the past, with an information iron curtain. The problem is that most people do not know the history of Ukraine since 2014 and are not aware that we have a rogue government in Washington that does not support America's best interests. Where have we landed when all decent of the official narrative is verboten? What has happened to free and open markets, a free press, and the freedom of speech? When U.S. Senators accuse Tucker Carlson of treason for speaking out against the official narrative, how far have we come? They have also threatened Tulsi Gabbard with treason for simply questioning policies that will likely lead to a nuclear war. The neocons are clearly in charge of things in Washington. The mainline news is pro-war and opposed to any opinions contrary to the official narrative. Truth needs an audience, please forward https colon slash slash kennethalongauthor.com slash to friends. Email ideas and or videos to klong at kennethalongauthor.com. Get new content delivered directly to your inbox. Email address. Subscribe.